Hey there, friend Church D coming at you. Thank you for tuning in to What Does It Take to Win? This week, we're going to be talking about how to obtain success. Now, we all want to be successful. That seems to be the ultimate goal in life. For example, at a young age, we're told to go to college, finish, get a degree, get a high paying job, buy a house, get married and so on. But we're not actually taught how to obtain that success or what success is for that matter. Success can be defined as the accomplishment of an aim or purpose, meaning you have to first set a goal in order to be successful. So I've decided to share some key steps you can take in order to become successful. These are very simple steps, and I'm pretty sure you've heard them before, but this is my take on it, and this is what I've done. So the first step I'm going to give you is to think. You might be saying to yourself, okay, that's an obvious step. Who doesn't think? Well, I got news for you. A lot of people are unsuccessful because they don't take time out to think about what they're doing. I'll give you an example as it relates to music. So I started off um, playing keyboards and drums age four. Started playing keyboards at age four, started playing drums at age seven. And so by the time I was nine, I was playing in church. By the time I got to my later teen years, I knew that it was music that I wanted to do professionally. But a lot of people were telling me things like, oh, you know what? Uh, you can't do music professionally. That's not a real job or it's going to be very difficult and you won't get paid the right amount of money. Okay, so I took time out. This is me at age 16, 17, 18. I took time out, thought to myself and said, okay, I really want to do music professionally, but everyone's telling me that I can't and the odds are against me. What can I do to make it so I can still make money? but do music on the side until it can take off and be professional. Okay, I had taken an accounting class. Um, I think it was my junior year in high school. And I was like, oh, I'm not too bad at this. So let me just see if I can do this as a major in college. And I knew that I still wanted to do music, but this would be my backup. So I applied to all these colleges. I got accepted to school in Rhode Island. I went there as an accounting major, four-year private university. I felt pretty good about myself. Um, I think the end of my sophomore year, I realized that, okay, accounting is just not for me. It's super boring and it's really demanding. And I wouldn't make as much money doing accounting unless I go and get a CPA. Not a problem. I already have the experience in the accounts payable department. So that's fine with me. I'll be able to have a job no matter what. I decided, let me switch my major. Okay, that's me thinking yet again. I switched my major to management and then I got a concentration in entrepreneurship because I always wanted to be my own boss. Management covers pretty much all aspects of business. I could manage on the accounting financial world side or I could manage in the music realm. So I wanted to kind of broaden my horizon in regards to my education and my capabilities. So I did that. I graduated on time. Uh, with my management degree and a concentration in entrepreneurship. And then right after college, I decided, okay, I'm going to have to get a job because I'm in debt. I need to pay back these student loans. I got a job, but as I was working, I was still pursuing music. I was still producing. I was still trying to connect with people who would do live shows and live gigs. And then eventually, you know, God has really blessed me and it's taken off from there. So... 
That's a little bit of my story in regards to thinking. If I hadn't sat down as a teenager and thought to myself saying, okay, I want to do this professionally, but the odds are against me, there's no telling what I would have gotten into at this age. So you take from that what you can. Um, the second step is to have a vision. And this goes hand in hand with thinking. Without a vision, the people perish. It says so in the Bible. Follow that. Um, set a five-year plan or better yet set a five-month plan have some sort of vision that says okay i'm not going to be in the same place i am right now a few months from today or a few years from today just have a vision even if it's like a piece of paper or a photograph that you put on the wall and you say hey this is what i want my home to look like or hey this is what i want my office or my studio or i don't know my bedroom to look like I guarantee you it's going to help you out. That way you'll have a vision and you'll be able to work towards it, which is going to actually lead up to my next uh, thing on the list, which is set a goal. Having a vision and setting a goal tie in together in addition to thinking. See, it's these three that are interlocked together. Have a goal. What is your goal? For me, my goal was to be a music professional. You know, I wanted to tour the world and play in front of thousands. I wanted to be a record producer. I want to do all things music. So I said to myself, yeah, that's going to be my goal. And thankfully, I was able to tour the world several times. I've been to a bunch of countries in Europe. I've been to some countries in the French West Indies. I've been to some pretty cool uh, shows in the United States that I played at in front of thousands of people. I've had the chance to meet and greet people who saw me on YouTube. I had the chance to take pictures, sign autographs, you name it. Why? Because I set that goal. My goal is to do this. My goal is to be that. Which brings me to my next thing on the list, which is to study and do your research. I know you might be thinking, oh, I'm not the best student. I don't like studying. But it doesn't have to be like you're in school. You know what I'm saying? Um... It could be as simple as observing somebody who's doing what you want to do. For example, I'm going to use myself again. Um, when I was coming up, I would spend hours just watching beat making videos and watching like the top name producers in the studio up until like late hours in the night, just making beats. And I would say to myself, wow, if I'm going to be a beat maker, I'm going to have to stay up late and not sleep. <laughs> well, that's not the case. Um, you just have to know your stuff. You got to have that talent and you have to have that drive so that's what propelled me um on the musician side of things i didn't really have a chance to hang around too many people and learn from them there was like a circle of uh, musicians that i got to hang around uh as in my later teens and even into my earlier 20s and they kind of helped you know shape my playing but for the most part from ages i would say 14 till about 17 18 i would just go home get on YouTube and look up all of these different chord changes and different uh, runs and licks and piano solos, all the above and different approaches to playing certain songs. I did this until I was able to, you know, play and sound the way I want it to sound. And that has actually helped me a whole lot because now I have that discipline to go on and learn a song and play it the way the record sounds so that when I'm on stage in front of thousands, people aren't looking at me like, oh no, what's he doing? <laughs> So, yeah, you know, study and do your research. I tell singers all the time, don't come to rehearsal 
uh, in hopes of learning the song at rehearsal. Learn it before you get to rehearsal. Rehearsal is just what it is, a rehearsal. You're going to be practicing what you already know. And what that does, it provides you with a better sense of preparation. So you're always going to be ready no matter what. So chew on that for a little bit uh, as I move on to the next uh, topic or the next thing you can check off of the list. And that's to plan. And this, again, ties in with thinking, having a vision and setting a goal. You have to plan. The saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I've seen it time and time again. So I'm just going to keep using myself as an example because I don't want to call out anybody else's name. <laughs> but um, in regards to planning, since I was about, again, teenage years, we didn't have a consistent drummer at our church. We'd have a drummer one week, then the next week we wouldn't have one or we'd have one for a few months and then something would go down and we just didn't have it. So I had to take on the role as a teenager of programming drum beats. Now, my parents were so nice and gracious enough to take me to, I think it was Daddy's Junkie Music at the time, right? They since then went out of business. I used to love that place. But um, they would take me there and we would just kind of look at all this gear and they'd always ask the people who they were trying to buy a keyboard from, okay, does this keyboard have drums on it? Does this keyboard have drums on it? And the people would just be like, yeah, but not knowing that they were asking if, hey, can you program drum beats on this sequencer? and use it in case your drummer doesn't show up. The people would just say, yeah, it has drums on it, meaning there are drum samples that you can program and put into a separate sequencer, but you couldn't just go on and play along with drums playing. So finally, uh, we were able to purchase a Boss DR3, right? It's a drum machine. And the purpose of it is to accompany the gigging musician who doesn't have a full band, like a guitarist. It plays bass sounds and it has drum sounds, so it would work out if you had like a looper pedal and all that cool stuff. So for like many Sundays, I'd have to just take a list of all the songs that we did, go back home with my DR3, program. Program different sections of the songs, program different drum fills, you name it. I had to do all this programming in addition to playing keyboards and running key bass with my left hand. Sounds like a lot for a teenager, huh? <laughs> But if I didn't plan to go home and study and, you know, plan ahead for service the next week, everything would have been in shambles and people would have been kind of looking at me and just snapping their finger like, OK, you know, put the drums on right now. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't have that. <laughs> so, you know, I had to plan ahead. Fast forward to now, I'm in my late 20s and Ableton Live came out. I think it was in 2001 or so. I didn't have Ableton Live at all. I didn't get it until... I don't know. Maybe I was like my early 20s. So fast forward to now, I'm in my late 20s. Everything, it seems, is done with backing tracks on stage. You go to major concerts, tours, whatever, you name it, just gigs in general. It has backing tracks. So people are now having to plan ahead for their shows. Before it was get the band together and let's rehearse. Now it's, okay, do you have those stems? Can you create some stems? Do you have any loops that we can use? Do you have bass lines? If a bass player doesn't show up, if a guitarist doesn't show up, no problem. We got it covered. Um, and that's why I'm able to do like some of my YouTube videos showing how I program uh, stems for worship on Sunday or even stuff I use on tour. Uh, you know, in regards to how I had to plan as a teenager and play key bass and do the drum sounds, fast forward to now when I tour, I actually have to play key bass and run tracks and play keys. 
So it's almost like that kind of prepared me for my destiny in the future. I didn't realize it. I'm just this little 14, 15, 16 year old kind of, you know, <laughs> stressing myself. Oh, no, why do I have to do this? Why can't we just have a full band when it seems like God had other plans for me? And he was just telling me, hey, you know, just plan ahead, you know, prepare. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the whole planning part of things. Um, the next item on the list is to work. You can work hard or you can work smart. I like working smart. I've worked hard. I do tend to work hard every now and again. But for the most part, I'm usually trying to work smart. Now, working hard versus working smart. Okay. Working hard is I'm going to go to the studio and I'm going to mix for eight to 10 hours until I get, you know, the track sounding the way it needs to sound. That's hard work. There's nothing wrong with hard work. But working smart is, okay, I'm going to go to the studio. My plan for the next eight hours is I'm going to look up some good techniques on how to mix something quickly. I'm going to use those same techniques and apply it to my process and possibly end up mixing what I plan on mixing in eight hours in just a fraction of the time. That's working smart. My recommendation is to do a combination of both. You know, faith without works is dead. So if you believe that, hey, I'm going to be the greatest producer, or I'm going to be the greatest singer or the greatest entrepreneur out there, businessman, whatever it is, you have to work towards it. Things aren't just going to fall in your hands. They might fall into your hands while you're working because, like it says, faith without works is dead. Uh, an example of that, I would come to the studio before it was in the state it's in right now. And it was just me in a room. I didn't have a vocal booth. I didn't have a ton of gear. All I had were some really horrible computer speakers and a laptop that came out in 2001. Mind you, it's 2014 when I'm working at the studio. <laughs> and my uh, my DAW, my software that I bought when I was a teenager, I didn't have a whole lot. I just had my ears and some raw talent. But I stayed there and I worked it. I worked it. I worked it. Some days I worked super hard. Some days I work super smart. Eventually, I began to see progress. I began to acquire a lot of gear for like either little or no money. Um, I was able to be blessed with, you know, some friends who would say, hey, you know, we want to invest in you and help you make your dream come true so you can make others dreams come through, come true. So you just have to work it. Um Put your head down and work, as they say. Don't worry about what's going on around you. Don't worry about who's reaching their goals and seemingly more successful than you are. Just you have to work it because eventually things are just going to come to you and you're going to be like, oh, OK, now I understand why I had to work so hard and or work so smart for so long. It's all just going to click. And this is going to bring me to my final uh, thing you can check off of the list, and it is to wait Waiting is something that most of us do not like doing, myself included. <laughs> but yes, you have to wait. Um, good things come to those who wait. I know the Internet is telling you good things come to those who hustle and all that good stuff. That's cool, too. You can hustle. But when you wait, things actually do come to you. Now, don't get this confused with, oh, yeah, I'm not going to work. I'm just going to sit back and wait and then hope things come to me. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying follow the first six steps that I gave you. But then after you've done all of that, just wait during the process. You're bound to be successful. If you took time out to think, create a vision, set a goal, 
study and do your research, plan ahead and work. The last thing you have to do is to wait. It's going to come to you. Fret not. And that's all I have to say in regards to what it takes to win and how to obtain success. Remember, those are just seven steps that you can follow and apply to your life. Trust me, it works because that's what I do on a day-to-day basis. I've seen the results and it's definitely helped me. I think one more thing that I've left out is to pray. Take time out, sit on your bed. I don't know, find like a little closet to sit in, get away from everybody. Take time out and pray. And I promise you, God's going to answer your prayers. It might not seem like, oh, it's happening right away, but it's going to happen. Thank you for all of your time today. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast. I hope it blessed you. I hope it encouraged you. I hope it inspired you. Hey, if you like it, be sure to click the share button and subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can find me on YouTube at ChurchD. Uh, Check out my website. I'll put the link in the description below. And until next time, thanks for tuning in, friends.